Hey everybody, welcome to Pokemon World Tour. I'm your host, Jake. And I'm your guide, Josh. And today we're going to Azalea Town. I don't know my air horn ready. I That's feel okay. I, th- I feel like this podcast has not been tainted by the ham horn, and no, maybe it should stay. Uh, it hasn't that way. been blessed by the <laughs> ham horn yet. Give it time; it will happen when you least expect it. So this episode. No, my phone's over here. It's not. That's in right. My I hand. got the notes. I got the yeah, power. I, don't, I can't disguise it by being like, "Oh, I got my notes out." <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anyway, before we do that, uh, do we have any news? Yes, we do. All right, Josh, what do we got for news? There was a trailer for Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon that yes. revealed some stuff. Yeah. Something minors. It doesn't seem like anything real important. Like the le- there's every legendary will be catchable okay, yeah, between so the like, two games. Just like through, regular stuff. Through Ultra Wormholes. So like that's neat. They did that already in Alpha Sapphire and Omega Ruby. Oh, really? They did? Through like the I didn't get very far in those. Yeah, there were like hoops you could go in. It was Hoopa. You could have like, a Hoopa? Yeah, it was opening dimensions with Hoopa Hoops. Oh. <laughs> um, and I guess like Team Rocket's back. Yeah, they're back and they're gay. They're they're so gay. <laughs> Giovanni is gay and he got all the other leaders to be gay with him. Uh, I kind of love it. It's uh it's Team Rainbow Rocket. Team Rainbow Rocket. Is is Rainbow like because he also brought every other I think bad it's because there's every other team and they're together. all a bunch of different colors. Except they're not. There's like red and blue, and then everybody else is either or, black or white. Yes. And then oh, I guess one of them's kind of greenish. Is it? The, is it Team Pla- PETA? Plasma? Plasma? Galactic? No. Pla- Galactic plasmatic? Is, Galactic is destroy the universe because Cyrus is pouty. Okay. It sounds like a cool guy. <laughs> Don't worry. He's back. Oh, good. Yay. Is he the one with blue hair that's just like, uh Yeah. He's, he's the pouty one. No, he looks like an idiot. He wants to destroy the universe because uh, people were probably mean to him when he was a kid and he couldn't handle the, it. The reveal image of this is like some very poorly drawn professional <laughs> like coming from a official pokemon source it is not up to par i did the people in that poster look bad but i think the pokemon look pokemon pretty looked good. fine i feel like the pokemon were like done already shannon and i were talking about this shannon professional character designer right we were talking about this uh after it when we were recording kingdom smarts and uh i was like it seems like the person who had to draw this found out they had to do it the day before it needed to be done. Like they were like, hey, you need to do a poster. And like, cool, cool. When's it due? And like, oh, tomorrow. <laughs> and so they, they had to rush through it. There's a lot of crazy perspective stuff. Um, yeah. like, like Giovanni's head, both of his eyes are on one side of his head. <laughs> um, and his forehead elongated by him tilting it backwards, even though it <laughs> shrank. And then my favorite part, and I didn't notice this until Shannon pointed it out, is that his hand is directly pointed at the camera, but yeah. the way his body's positioned, it looks like he does not have an arm. It's just where his shoulder is, a hand is coming out of there. <laughs> this is like a, like a little T-Rex hand. Yeah, it's, he's like, ah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's not a sweet move. I want to point out that on this poster, it's all of the villains yep. and uh, the main character. Uh-huh. And also, Wick is on it. Well, yeah, she was revealed to be part of Looker's team, right? Yeah, yeah. I think now because she is now the exclusive, quote unquote, not villain on a villain poster outside of the player character, right? Well, because Guzma is also in the poster. 
Yes. And then the old grandpa man. Yeah, and that guy is obviously evil. But super Wick, duper evil. But Wick was like, works for the world police and was inside the Aether Foundation yeah. gathering information. I think she's a mole for Team Rocket. Why else would she be on a villain poster? Well, because it, it seems like Guzma and her are on your side. Because they're, they're within, they're on the Pokemon uh, level. Oh, that could be neat if, Gu- if your boy Guzma is... Yeah, dude, Team Skull, a bunch of, like, dumb punks having to fight <laughs> off all these, like, actual criminals. Well, I guess they're not all actual criminals, because apparently Magma and Aqua are just a bunch of idiots. Yeah, they're very capable idiots because their plan worked and they immediately were like, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. And that's my favorite thing about them. Uh, I do love that. Too bad I will never, ever see it for myself <laughs> because it's at the end uh, of my least favorite game. Yeah, just watch like episode 35 of a Let's Play and I'm sure yeah. it's like around there. <laughs> uh, anything else? Um, I'm just I'm hoping that they don't make Giovanni's plans too big. Yeah, I hope they don't go Gen 3 plus villain plot. And it's just like, if I have all of these guys, think of all the power and money we could all get. Yeah, because that's the good part about Giovanni is that his plans are always very grounded. Yeah. He's the ground type gym leader. (laughs) Get it? Do you get it? Did you get it? (laughs) I got it. Uh, But they, everybody else is like, what if, just spitballing here, we destroy the world and repopulate pretty people? (laughs) Because Lysander is back, and he's like, what if we just kill the uggos? All the uggos, every last one of them. Everyone who is A, pretty, and B, paid me enough money. Had the cash. (laughs) Could get in the bunker and survive the Pokemon death ray. That is almost literally Drax's plot from the James Bond movie, Moonraker. (laughs) The only difference is, oh, I guess there was a big tall man in... He was not as cool as Jaws, AZ. though. He's got nothing on Jaws. Nothing on Jaws. Uh, but then there's also, like, what if we make all the Pokemon ours through magic? What was that one? Not through magic. Uh, Team Plasma wasn't like, what if we make all the Pokemon ours? Don't want to separate everyone from their yeah, Pokemon. Yeah, what if it, we make everyone else get rid of their Pokemon, and then we're the only ones with Pokemon? Can I ask you a question? Yeah. What does that mean? Like make everyone get like everyone forcibly releases theirs throughout the game. You will you encounter like these I don't know what to call them gatherings in, for, in like certain towns of Getsis just talking to the people about how bad they are for keeping Pokemon and trying to convince everyone to let their Pokemon go. Okay, like does release it, them. Does anyone fall for it? Uh, not a single person. I well, think they might steal a couple at some point. Because <laughs> here's the thing: the Pokemon world runs on Pokemon. Yeah. So like, get rid of your Pokemon. It's like, cool. Now I can't get to work because I use it to fly there. <laughs> I can't get there. to work. I also can't make any money. Yeah. It's like... Because every fight has a purse. Yeah. <laughs> That's, it's, it's a dumb plan. That guy's an idiot. Yeah. They're all idiots except for one. And now he's leading all of them. Yes. Uh, and they did say a new trailer is coming on the 10th, which... Is seven days before it comes It's seven out. days. I'm like, wh- now you, you've you gone from telling us nothing... Telling us too much. One more trailer is going to be too much. Yeah. You've got everybody. What are you doing? Yeah. What Like, <laughs> like what does what do they stand to gain? Right? Leave some of the story and discovery to us, like Mario did. Make us think you're telling us everything, oh. but then, like, we only showed you one level, remember? <laughs> They showed, like, four things, and I was like, this is too much. They're showing too much. And then I'm playing the game, and I'm like, hey, it's been nine worlds, and I haven't got to the place <laughs> they showed yet. <laughs> this is bonkers. 
Anyway, this is all to say uh, Super Mario Odyssey game is very f- good. What we're saying is Game Freak is bad at promotion. Yeah. Or I don't, whoever is in charge of it, because this might also be Nintendo, whoever's in charge of specifically Pokemon doesn't have faith that Pokemon can sell <laughs> games anymore. That's kind of what it feels like. It also feels a little bit like, oh, we told you too much about Sun and Moon. Well, fine. Here's Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Wait and find out. Yeah. And then everyone was like, well, you got to do more than that. You got to give us something. And they were like, well, here's all of it. Oh, no. Here, Because here's the difference. A game like Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon is very different from Sun and Moon in that Sun and Moon is brand new. It will sell. Like, people want yeah. it. Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, you had to be like, here's what's different. Here's how you should also get this one. And I think you did that with this. This trailer might have been too much because it wasn't just like... What? Who's this mysterious shadow? And then it sh- like flashes an R or something. It was yeah. just like Giovanni's back, and he's got all the other bad guys. Look, here's some in-game footage of you fighting them, and like that's too much. That's too much. And Hint he's also- at things. Don't just blatantly show us yeah. what you want us to do. Yeah, like it would be like if the first trailer for Mario was like, here's how to get the first five moons, <laughs> or if the first Pokemon game, like if Red and Blue or was like even uh, better. If if the trailer for Mario is here's the final boss fight with Bowser, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know about them anymore. They, That's the news. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um. Anyway, this is all to say that Giovanni can stand to gain about twenty pounds. He looks a little skinny. He does. Well, it's been a long day. He's gotten old. Eat a burger. <laughs> do a couple push-ups, my man. All right. Uh, do you want to jump into Azalea Town? Not yet, we gotta stop first. Oh. So, if you'll remember from the last episode, we uh, have some pacing issues because I goofed up and did unknown early. We maybe did a a very obvious spotlight in a very not obvious place. Uh, So, last episode we ended at the end of Route... 32, I believe, right yep. in front of a mysterious cave. Ooh, spooky. It's called Union Cave. All right. Uh, and the first time you get here, there's not much more than just a path, like a sh- pretty straightforward path. There is a ladder. You can go down to the second floor, but you can't do much because there's a lot of water in this cave. And yeah. you need to surf to traverse the lower right. caverns. But it's- let's pretend we can do that now. Yeah, we, we're, we're big, tough 10-year-olds. We got to surf. Uh, so down on the second floor, it's three floors deep. So each, when I say second floor, I mean B two. I don't. Right. I'm not gonna say basement. Yeah. Two all the time. Second down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you surf to the north, there are two secret entrances to the ruin of Alf, and we will talk about those in a later episode when we get there. Uh, okay. And to access the deepest floor, there is a small pool in the southwest corner of the first floor that leads to a ladder that leads to a hallway. You have to travel over some more water, and then you go down another ladder to the deepest floor, which is a giant underground lake, basically. Okay. And guys, I don't think I've ever said this on any podcast, but I love a good underground lake. Yeah? Yeah. Hazy Maze Cave in Mario 64 is an underground (laughs) lake with, like, a Loch Ness monster in it. That's true. It's, like, it's one of my favorite places in that game. Nice. Uh, Speaking of Loch Ness monsters, if you come all the way down here on a Friday... You can find a Lapras swinging around in the deepest south area of the water here. Yeah. Like, is it above the water? Like, actually, you can... It is, yeah, it's interactable. You can, like, see okay. it on the map, and you can swim in and ah. talk to it and catch it. Nice. And there are five trainers on the first floor, ranging from levels 4 to 11. 
because they're the ones you're supposed to fight your first time through. And then on the lower levels, there are seven more trainers ranging from levels 22 to 28. Okay. Pokemon on the first floor. Okay, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Buckle up. Rotata, Sandshrew, Zubat, Geodude, Onyx, and Wooper. Uh, you can find a Wooper in Quagsire by surfing. You can fish to get Magikarp, Goldeen, and Sea King. You can do the Hoenn sound on your radio in Gen 4 for for a Makuhita and Absol. Ooh. And the well, Sinnoh's... I think, I think we've done that. I think that's, that's I think, a grouping that we've I seen before. I think so. It's a, it's a rarer grouping. Yeah. And for the Sinnoh sound, you can get a Chingling or Bronzor. Yeah, I, th- I think we've definitely seen that somewhere else before. That's but like still, a, it's it's not like a zigzagoon. Yeah, that's the secret cave grouping. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you go all the way down to the deepest floor, you can get Eradicate, Golbat, and Quagsire on land, Tentacool and Tentacruel in the water, Staryu, Krabby, Kingler, and Corsola from fishing, and then Lapras on Fridays, like I said earlier. Cool. And that's the Union Cave. It's not like super big, but it's very cool because there's a lot of water in it. And I'm really into that. <laughs> <laughs> I like that the Lapras is swimming around and you can bump into him and be like, hey. Only on Fridays. Only on Fridays. I like that he's like, because people will be like, I hear strange sounds in the cave sometimes. And like, you can only find it if you go there on Friday. Yeah. But nobody says like, on Friday afternoon, there's a right. Lapras swimming in the cavern. They're just yeah. like, sometimes there's noise and you have to. Now. Encounter it on your own. Now, if one of the, if this was released today, that would be in the trailer. <laughs> yeah. Hey, if you if you want Lapras, you gotta go there on Fridays. There'd be a big heading play on Friday to get Lapras. Yeah, that's bumming me out. It is pretty much a bummer. Uh, you pop out of the cave onto Route Thirty Three, and I just I cannot fathom why this is just not a little bit more of Route Thirty Two. It's like five feet. It is like a five yeah. foot clearing between this and Azalea Town. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, it exits to the west into the town. There's one trainer. He's level 11. Uh, you can get Rattata, Spiro, Ekans, Zubat, Geodude, Hopip. You can headbutt to get Spiro, Ekans, Apom, or Heracross. The Hoenn sound will get you Plusle and Minin, and the Sinnoh sound will get you Shanks. The huge. All right, so preamble root stuff out of the way. Are you ready to go to town? <laughs> yeah, yeah, always. <laughs> Welcome to Azalea Town, where people and Pokemon live in happy harmony. And in the remake, they cut back a little bit on how wordy that is, and it is just living happily with Pokemon. Okay. That seems like a pretty generic (laughs) catch-all Pokemon slogan. Yeah, it does. So tell me about this place. What's up? What's up with this place? Is it's at the edge of a like a cave, like a mountain, but we don't worry about that because it's also at the edge of like a cool forest. Okay. And so the whole town is surrounded by trees that like wrap around it and they come up kind of in the middle to separate a little bit because uh, in the east there is a well and then that is separated by trees from the rest of the town. Okay. Um, every house in this town is something. Oh. Which that's pretty neat. So there's the center and the mar in the north. There's a house in the southeast and a house in the northwest corners. And the gym is pretty much smack dab in the... Wait, 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 This is a town. This is a town. With a gym. With a gym. Johto, you're killing me. They had a city without one, so now they have a town with one. Why didn't they make that one a town and this one a city? Busting my balls, Pokemon. I don't know, because Cherry Grove Town... 
doesn't have the same ring as Cherry Grove City. You could swap them, though. The first one could be Azalea Town. Yeah. And then this could be Cherry Grove City. Yeah. Just slap some cherries on the <laughs> trees around there. Boom. Now you're in Cherry Grove. Anyway, the gym is in the middle, and there's a gatehouse that leads out to the west. The population in Gen 2 is 26, and in Gen 4 is 31, and so now we're going to get into some, like, come on, stuff. Okay. <laughs> okay. Because that 31 makes it the largest town in Johto, <laughs> and it ties with Salacion Town in Sinnoh for the largest town in the world of Pokemon. However, that's okay. cheating, because this has a gym and should be a city. Yes. <laughs> come on. <laughs> In the east is the Slowpoke Well, like I said. It's a man-made cavern. It says it's a man-made cavern, but I don't think that's true. I think what that means is the well part on top is man-made. Yes. Because like, when you make a well, you don't create the cavern of water underneath. Yeah, you don't like you don't, you don't like <laughs> dig a big pit and then fill it up with water. Yeah. and then, That's unsustainable. <laughs> you have to get another well and bring water to the first one to make it work. <laughs> Uh, this well is home to many slowpokes who also live within the town with the residents. And it is said that a slowpoke's yawn can summon rain and that one ended a terrible drought 400 years ago. <laughs> so this is the second city in a row because Violet was the last city we were in. Yeah. That has like Pokemon built into its lore. Yeah. It's the 100 foot bell sprout in Violet City, which is yeah. super cool. This one has like slow pokes save the town by yawning and making it rain. I and they really also like just that. live here with us. Yeah, they're just all hanging around, right? Yeah, not at first. Okay. Because when you first arrive at the well, guess who it is? Team Rocket. It's Team Rocket. They're blocking the well and they will not of let course. you enter. They've got a lot of tasty, tasty slow poke tails to sell That's you. That's exactly what they're doing. They're in the well cutting off all the tails. Just to sell for a million Pokebucks. Do you think the tails are like lizard tails where if you just like yank on them, they detach? I don't know. It, they do say, I think, that they grow back. Yeah. But still. Come on. You're just cutting off their tails so you can make money. That's nasty, Team Rocket. <laughs> but this is what I'm talking about with Team Rocket. Like, they're not cutting off slowpoke tails to summon an evil deity to, yeah, to turn they, the world upside down. Yeah, they don't, they don't <laughs> need... Like, they're not trying to like... Make anything super weird happen. Yeah, they're just like, oh, people like to eat these because they are yummy, and we can sell them for a lot of money. Yeah, and they're like, I guess illegal to poach, so we're gonna do that. <laughs> I don't want to jump around, so there's like a little bit of spoilers for something else in this episode. But after you go and talk to Kurt, who we will get to in a minute, he will charge the well and scare the guard into falling into it. Unfortunately, Kurt himself also Falls takes a into tumble. The well. He slams down hard on his back. And, and you gotta gotta go find Kurt then. He can't move. So you go find Kurt. He's like, I can't you have to fight T Rocket on your own. <laughs> You're on your own, kid. I assume Kurt is the gym leader. Kurt is not the gym leader. No. No. Oh. The well is two floors deep. Access to the second floor is again restricted by surf. The first is a pretty straight path. You will fight rocket grunts on the way to like a big rocket grunt or an admin. I think it's Proton is in here in the remakes. Okay. I can't remember. I can't keep the admin straight because they're like remake only... exclusive and so they're fake to me. Okay. <laughs> the only one I know about is Ariana because it's, right. it's not great. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of bad stuff is implied with Ariana. Yeah. 
And if you surf across the water, there's a ladder leading down to the second floor, which is another big underground lake. So this area of Johto is pretty sweet. <laughs> Just built for you. <laughs> Welcome to Joshtown. Uh, the only trainers in here are the four rockets. They range from level 7 to 12. Uh, Pokemon are Zubat and Slowpoke. You can find Slowpoke sure. in the water by surfing. You can fish up Magikarp, Goldeen, and Sea King. On the second floor, you can also find Slowbros by surfing. And the sounds give you the same Pokemon as Union Cave. All right. So let's talk about Kurt. Yeah, what's up with Kurt? He lives in that Northwest house. Okay. Uh, with his granddaughter and is known all over the world for his handcrafted specialty Pokeballs. Oh, that's this guy. <laughs> okay. Uh, when you first enter his house, he is too busy. He's mad about Team Rocket, so he can't help you. But after you beat Team Rocket and you come back, you can bring him different colored apricorns. To have him create a special ball for you. This is where you get, like, the quick ball and the dive ball. Yeah, yeah. so in Gen 2 and in Gen 4, because they brought the old balls back, even though some of them have overlap with newer ones. Uh, so the red apricorn gives you a level ball, which helps you catch Pokemon that are lower level of your Pokemon. Okay. Uh, yellow gets you the moon ball, which is supposed to help you catch Pokemon that evolve with the moonstone. But because this is a Gen 2 video game, it does the opposite of that. <laughs> it's a sunstone no it makes it harder to catch them with this ball that's it yep it's supposed to make it easier but there's some weird coding glitch that what? it has the opposite effect <laughs> pokemon <laughs> uh the blue africorn gets you a lure ball which makes it easier to catch pokemon that have been fished up the green africorn gives you a friend ball which is just a luxury ball is it the luxury ball because the pink one gives you the love ball Okay, the love ball, I think, heals them when you catch them. So that's the same as a heal ball. I think so. Or the love ball is... It ups their friendship to you. That's what the friend ball does. I don't know what the love ball does. Okay. <laughs> love ball just looks cool. Yeah, it's got a heart on it. looks neat. The white one will give you a fast ball, which makes it easier to catch Pokemon with high speed stats. And the black one gives you the heavy ball, which allows you to catch Snorlax very easily. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, other, and other heavy Pokemon. Sure, yeah. Not a ton other easily caught very big pokemon running around though no maybe like Rhydon's probably pretty heavy but i don't know where you're gonna just encounter him i don't know not in this one anyway it's safari zone in the first one so like you can't even use it yeah, in there. You, yeah you can only throw safari balls at him okay so the southeast house the one that is south of the pokemon center in pokemon is the charcoal kiln it is a family-owned uh, and they will go into the forest with their Farfetch to cut down trees that they use for making charcoal in their giant kiln. Okay. You can purchase the charcoal at the Pokemart for 9,800 Pokebucks. What? But if you help them out in the woods a little bit later, they will give you one for free as a reward. And charcoal just like ups fire attacks, right? Yeah. That doesn't seem worth $9,000 No, that's me. why they give you a free one. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> that is the only place I think you can buy it, though. I wish Pokemon still did cool stuff like that. Like, this is a local market. Yeah. Instead, it's like, you have enough badges to buy anything at any market. Yeah. I Which I see the convenience, like the quality of life convenience of right. that. But, but where's the charm in that? But, I mean, at the same time, like, what's... Uh, I don't know what the town that Olivia was in. Oh, I don't remember any of those town names. <laughs> Whichever town it was in. Like, the one that's, like, kind of on the seaside a little bit. Yeah. Um, Like, she had, like, a rock store. Yeah. Like... Like, how is that's not different than like this Pokemon sells these things because you're in this. Here's the thing they got rid of Pokemarts, 
They're just part of the Poké Centers now. Right. And then there's also a coffee shop. It's a whole. So you can get a free bean and a biscuit every day. Get a bean and cookie and then <laughs> go over and uh, buy all the TMs you want. And so that leaves one place left in the town. Okay. The Azalea City Gym. I, I think you mean Azalea Town Gym. No, I, I know what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Is located in the center of town and specializes in bug type Pokemon. Oh, gross. The original version of the gym uh, is pretty reminiscent of Celadon's gym, where the leader is standing in the center and he's surrounded by flower like flower boxes and bushes and trainers. Right. So you have to like go around and fight the junior trainers before you can go in. Is there a uh, way that you can just bypass all of them real quick, like you can in Celadon? I, I think you have to fight a couple because there's no cut bushes in here. Okay. Uh, so you have to at least fight two of them, I think. Okay. In Gen 4, it's a little fancier, um, where you have to ride the back of a giant, I think, fake Spinarak and cross some, like, web mazes. I you know, where fake one. You have to, like, follow the line, like, where right. the webs cross over each other and stuff. Yeah. And you have to hit some switches to make webs come in where you need them. Right. Uh, all the same trainers are in there. It's just a different way through the gym. They made it a little bit fancier. A little interactive. Yeah, sexed it up for the new generation. Yeah, I mean, you, like, you got all this new technology. <laughs> you got to use it. Uh, the four junior trainers inside range from levels 7 to 13. Cool. Defeating the gym leader here will award you with the Hive Badge, which allows you to use Cut outside of battle and Pokemon up to level 30 will now obey you. I don't think I described the Zephyr Badge. It's like wings. It's like a pair of yeah, wings. Yeah, it's like some wings. But like angled down and not like out like you would expect them to be right this one is a ladybug it's a circle and it looks like a lady yeah it's like literally a ladybug uh the tm reward in generation two you will get tm 49 which is for fury cutter and in the remakes you'll get tm 89 which is for u-turn okay u-turn which is a bug move it is a bug move i don't know why because uh, you bugs you are hit. always banging you it's, it's like you hit them and run away yeah like a bug like bug does Sure. There's also an electric version, Volt Switch, I think. That sounds right. You hit him and run away. <laughs> and and you gong. So are you ready to talk about the gym leader? I guess. His name is Bugsy. Okay, that's a little he's, on the nose. He's kind of young. He looks young. I don't have an age for you, but he looks like a, a boy. Yeah. Um, he's known as the walking bug Pokemon encyclopedia. Well... He's a giant nerd then, probably. Yeah, he has spent his whole life researching bug Pokemon and is considered an authority on All them. nine years of his life. <laughs> he looks younger than you, and you are definitely ten. Yeah. So he's like eight or nine. Just, ooh, what an expert best. on bug. I mean, I guess he's only like, you know, less well, than a hundred bugs. He's been studying them for eight or nine yeah. years. <laughs> you should have him down by now. Uh, he also discovered the Fury Cutter move in his research. Uh, which you will be familiar with after you battle him because one of his Pokemon has it and he gives it to you. <laughs> sure. Uh, he no longer competes in the bug catching contest at the National Park as he has already won it many times. He's too good. He's, he's banned. In the remakes on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, you can find him at the National Park. I think that's where he's like, I don't compete in this anymore because I'm too good at it. Yeah. Uh, he will also offer to take a photo with you and your Pokemon there. And on Thursdays, you can find him in the Viridian Forest all day. He will give you his phone number. And then if you call him on a Thursday between noon and three, you can set up a rematch at the Saffron Dojo. Okay. His Pokemon, when you first fight him. Bunch of bugs. Yep. In Gen 2, okay, the Pokemon are the same. 
through Gen 2 in the remake. It's a Metapod, a Kakuna, and a Scyther. The okay. levels are a little different. Uh, in Gen 2, it's 14, 14, and 16, respectively. And then in Gen 4, it's just they're each bumped up one. Okay. His rematch team of six Pokemon that you will battle at the Saffron Dojo is a level 56 Scizor, a level 48 Shedinja, 52 Yanmega, 55 Pinsir, 54 Heracross, 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 54 Heracross, and a 52 Vespa Queen. Okay. He's got like all the basic bugs. He's got some pretty cool bugs. And then later on, he's like, oh, here's all the cool bugs I've been saving. Yeah, I have, I've got all these cool bugs because I spent my whole life <laughs> finding these know. bugs. All I know is these bugs. Can we go off the rails for a second? I guess, yeah. Because if they're if they're making a bad guy super team, uh-huh. are they going to make a good guy super team to fight them, or is it just going to be me again? Oh, I think it's just going to be you again. But how? How? Okay, so who's your super team? It's it's red and blue and gold. Red, and blue, you. red, blue, gold. Me. I think Brock and Misty, since they're like really riding Gen One. They are. They are <laughs> all up on Gen. They yeah. did release a new movie that that explicitly got rid of Brock and Misty from your hanging out party. Yes. That's weird. <laughs> that is weird. How many is that? I don't know. Four? That's six? Six. Well, yes. So you need one more? Yeah. Lance? Oh, gotta be Lance. <laughs> it's gotta got, be Lance. Got Lance, and he's wearing all seven capes. <laughs> he's got every different cape on, because it's business time. Because he's got stuff to do. A cape for every nerd he's gonna dunk on. <laughs> one cape for each bad guy. And then you got... Red and blue who are just trying to have a nice honeymoon and like <laughs> they just keep getting interrupted by baddies or uh, this is another again Shannon and I were talking about this or maybe Shannon was talking about this on Twitter. I think she mentioned this on Twitter. Or just like like they're just trying to like enjoy their honeymoon and they're like no no okay there's an 11 year old running after him he's got it like don't don't worry about uh, <laughs> about that. I think I think if you just had gold on your side, you'd be good. He's the best one. You should be fine. He's got sixteen gym badges. No one yeah. else can say that. He's the strongest and best trainer. Um, also, I really like red and blue. I like them a lot more now that they are super in love. Uh, and also, I don't know if we said it on the last episode, but Shannon is definitely doing a fan comment called "The Very Best," and it's amazing. And you should go to her Patreon, uh, Patreon.com/slash/ShannonManer, and uh, check it out. Yeah, because it's so good. <laughs> it's abs- It's it's the very best. <laughs> this I wish I had my air horn ready. This would be a perfect air horn moment. It would be, but instead we're gonna just be able to enjoy it peacefully. <sighs> That's the end of Azalea Town. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I think next up is our spotlight Pokemon. Okay, we're just done in Azalea Town. We're not going anywhere. Any roots? Oh, because we started no, on a route. Uh, we're gonna start in the forest next time, and then we have uh Goldenrod is the next big city. So we got Ooh. a forest and a route for I think that's gonna be a separate episode. And then Goldenrod the root and ruins of Valve are the next episode. Okay, I'll figure out how the Some episodes combination. Go. Don't worry, them. there will be yeah, there will be a couple of episodes. Yeah, you'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, so let's go, uh, talk about our spotlight Pokemon. Who's that Pokemon? It's Scyther. Scyther is Pokemon number 123, and it is known as the Mantis Pokemon. What's a Mantis? It's a Scyther. Oh, okay. He's a bug flying type, stands at 4 foot 11, and weighs 123.5 pounds. That's a heavy boy. That's a big bug. 
That is a big bug. Big sharp claws. Very and, sharp claws. Very heavy. For yeah. That, for a for four foot eleven. Like. Yep. When I went to the doctor when I had the plague. Yeah. They weighed me and I weighed one hundred and thirty two pounds. Okay. And I'm I'm like a smaller build. I'm you, very, I'm pretty you skinny. A, you are a tall lanky boy. Yeah. Um. That's the first time in my life I've actually weighed over 130 pounds. So I was very excited. Oh, dang. But I was also very sick. So, <laughs> so yeah, he's about a foot shorter than me and only about eight pounds lighter than I am. Dang. Yeah, he's about five inches. Well, six now. I At some point, I gained an inch. Oh, dang. Yeah, I don't know. Last time I measured myself uh, when I was back home in August, and, uh, and I was five foot five, which was news to me. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he's like six inches shorter than me, and about twenty five pounds less, which is I feel like the ratio is crazy on that. Yeah, that feels a little bit crazy. Yeah, uh, the abilities he can get are swarm, which will increase bug moves when you're at one third or less health, and outside of battle doubles the encounter rate if it's your lead Pokemon. So if you're like. Searching for something. Right. You can bump the rate up so you don't have to like run around forever. Right. Nice. Uh, we can also have technician, which multiplies the power of a move. Okay, this is weird to word. A move with a base power of 60 or less gets its power multiplied by 1.5. So its weaker moves are stronger. Okay. So if it's a base power of 60, it would be it's 90. now 90. Okay. Yeah. Uh, its hidden ability is steadfast, which increases its speed one stage. If it flinches. Doesn't seem very useful. No, I would go with Technician, because you can get some pretty good moves with a uh, pretty decent pow-pow out of that. Yeah, especially if they're, like, because the, the lower power moves tend to have, like, neater effects and stuff. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, you could, you could do some pretty cool stuff with that. Are you ready for the Pokedex information? I think I am. Now, there's got to be a lot on here, because this is a Gen 1 boy. It's, like... This much. It's going to be okay. It's like a little bit. It's a fair amount. Its speed and agility are so great that it can create the illusion of there being more than one. And it <laughs> is often compared to ninjas in that it is able to quickly and quietly move while hunting and can naturally camouflage itself in the grass because of its, like, perfectly grass color, I guess. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that... That's very fast to be moving. Yeah, it moves so fast that you're like, oh, there's three scythers oh, here. dang, three but scythers. there's really only trying... one. Which one is it? Uh, and it uses all of this stuff to capture. <laughs> it says here it can hide in the grass before leaping out and cleaving its prey. Oh. Yeah. With knife arms. Yeah, its scythes are so sharp and powerful that they can cut through thick logs or trees with a single stroke. Oh, dang. And though it has tiny little wings on its back, it only is rarely seen using them to fly. So I guess that's just kind of like, if I'm in trouble, I can get away in the air. Yeah, it's more of a, <laughs> it's more of a like, boost than anything. You're not really flying away. But yeah, he will just cut you right in half if he wants to eat you, I guess. Wow, what a mean man. Yeah. Uh, so that's Scyther. He's very fast and very sharp. And okay. he'll kill you. And apparently he'll just cleave you in twain. <laughs> With one stroke. That sucks. Uh, a couple trivias here. Its name in the prototype was Strike. That is spelled S-T-R-Y-K-E. Okay. Uh, keep that in your pocket for when we get okay. to the name origin. That's a very X-Men name. <laughs> uh, 
this one's a little more mechanic-y, but uh, I think it's pretty interesting. It has the same total number of base stats as its evolution Scizor, though they are allocated differently. So I, I think they're both like 550 or something. But That's weird. Yeah, Scyther is set up to be much speedier, where Scizor uh, packs a little bit more of a punch and is more defensive, but like half as fast. Okay. <laughs> so it's a lot slower. It also gains the steel typing, so that would probably slow it down. Right. Because now it's like it's very heavy, heavy metal. Yeah. <laughs> That's very weird that it's evolution and it have the same the stat same total, total. Yeah. And its origin, it is largely based on the praying mantis and it has mm. except it has a more reptilian dragon like face as opposed to like a weird a weird bug insecty face, face. Yeah. its name is a reference to the sharp scythes that are i wrote on its arms but they just are its, its arms, arms are scythes yeah <laughs> from the elbow down it's just blades yeah knife um, hands that's crazy its japanese name is literally the english word strike okay it means to hit. Strike. Yep. To <laughs> hit. Uh, that's sure. it. We have reached the end of my notes. Oh, wow. Dang. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, what would you name one? Uh, I have never used a Scyther. I don't think I have either. Uh, but I did catch one in Pokemon Go. Okay. It's part of a tag team with a pincer. Sure. Obviously. Uh, the pincer's name is Crunch. Yeah. And the Scyther's name is Rip. Okay. A little grape ball. Cool, cool. Yeah. I'll tell you. I know we're not in the name rating segment yet. Uh, right. <laughs> I don't know what I would name one. I also have never used one. And, I've, I, and I'm probably wrong, but I'm pretty sure that Scyther was in red, right? I think so. Because I remember hunting for Pinsir and I had blue version. Yeah, I'm pretty, cause I, I'm pretty sure I had to like trade to get it, to get a Pinsir. I did use a Pinsir for a little <laughs> while, but I never... Um, Really use a scyther. I would probably name him like like knives, like <laughs> like 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 with an F. Yeah, like spell it wrong. <laughs> name him knives. Uh, uh, what a Gen One prototype Pokemon. Yeah. Name. Uh, there was a so our our favorite tattoo artist Gina. Uh, she one of her friends has a cat named Feets. <laughs> so I just kind of love that. To be that. fair, cats do have those little feets. They have feets. <laughs> They got feet. Maybe they got foots. I don't know. Depends on if you're feeling frisky or not. Uh, I usually, I usually call them feeties. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I would call them knifes. Cool, because he's got knifeies. <laughs> knifeies. Uh, speaking of right names, let's go do that now. All right, Josh, we got a couple names. By a couple, I mean five. Okay. Not a lot. Not, not a lot of people naming their Bellsprouts. I imagine not a lot of people are using Bellsprout. No, Bellsprout kind of is bad. It's one yeah. of the, it's, a, it's a less good Pokemon. Yeah, I really like Victory Bell. I always think I want to use one, but it's never any good. So I don't. That's not exactly <laughs> how I feel about Beedrill. And I now, love a Beedrill. Beedrill sucks. Yeah, now Decidueye fills the grass roll on my team, so why would I even have a Victory uh, Bell anyway? As far as grass types go, now I got that Serena. Uh, yeah. You know I love that kick flower. <laughs> it's so <laughs> that, good. That sexy that kick that flower. sexy, leggy kick flower with those getaway sticks. <laughs> <laughs> it's nine... 
<laughs> Did you make that up for his getaway? No, that's a thing. thing. That's like a thing that that's like an old like thirties. Like ah, the dame came in with getaway sticks. <laughs> oh god. Anyway, here's our first name. Okay, so actually, if you're not familiar, I, I do this every time. You explain the rules this time. Okay. Uh, so we will rate the names on a scale of one through five. That is Pokeball, Premier Ball, Great Ball, Ultra Ball, and Master Ball. We each get one Master Ball per name rating session, which we can use retroactively if we choose. Yeah. So first one up is from Cassidy. Uh, she says, I would name a Bellsprout Mushnick after the flower shop from the Little Shop of Horrors. Have you seen the Little Shop of Horrors? No. Okay. You probably should. It's pretty <laughs> good. Uh, Rick Moranis is in it. Oh, nice. I love that guy. Everyone loves a Rick Moranis. <laughs> it's a big flower that eats people. That's all I remember because it's been about 15 years since I've seen this movie. <laughs> I like that. I'm going to go with a great ball. I think that's a pretty great ball. It's a pretty great name. Yeah. Mushnick is, maybe I'm going to up it to Ultra Ball because Mushnick is just a good sounding word <laughs> to me. It makes me think of mushrooms. It reminds more me. More than a carnivorous flower i guess a little bit it actually reminds me it's, of it's like if budnick it reminds me of was, budnick. It was a mushroom <laughs> if if budnick got a paris mushroom on him instead yes. of a paris he would be a mushnick <laughs> <laughs> that would be weird uh i think i'll stick with great ball also great ball that. uh next up is from zeke bellsprout name professor i'll show myself the door on crossovers i don't get it i don't get it either i don't get it at all I got a I got a Pokeball this uh, one, yeah. my man. <laughs> and he, hey, here's the thing. If it's a crossover, you're out of here anyway. <laughs> but because I don't get it, you're in the clear. Maybe is like there's a flower that teaches people things. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That could be in any anime. I don't know. That's true. It could literally be any anime. Sorry, Zeke. If you want to resubmit that one, I mean, I don't know if we'll go over it. I think if you resubmit the context we will do it in our next fan interactions yes uh so this one next up is from amanda <laughs> this is pretty good uh she has a nickname plantasia uh fantasia traumatized me as a child uh as did the encounter rate of bell sprouts hence the portmanteau <laughs> uh, i like the how personal it is yes how it's like a nickname for you and that gives you a lot of bonus points for me yeah, uh, I'll I, ultra ball that. I one. think I'm gonna master ball it. Okay, I like Plantasia. I like a good portmanteau, and Plantasia does just feel very good. Yeah, Plantasia is a good word to say. Yeah. Uh, so next up is from Benny. He says, "Super simple for Bell Sprout, Nep Nepenthius." Oh yeah, real easy, <laughs> super easy. <laughs> oh, uh, is that old thing? Just it's it's just a regular old Nepenthius uh, from the pitcher plant genus name. Uh, it sounds regal. It does sound regal. It sounds like a Greek figure of it some does. sort. Uh, but the pitcher plant, which is literally what a bell sprout is. Yeah. <laughs> um, we go with Ultra Ball. I like that one too. I'll Master Ball that one. I All like right. it. I like it a lot. Nepenthius. I'm saying that wrong. <laughs> I guarantee it. Oh, probably. I can feel it in my bones. Uh, lastly, this is from Janine. She says, I named the bell sprout I caught Hungry. Unsure if it's because I was eating. <laughs> Uh, because if it's eating Pokedex or eating Pokedex entry or because I was hungry when I named him. Um, <laughs> if that was, 
up from your ball that one. Only on the grounds of there's nothing that suggests that a bell sprout is always hungry. <laughs> That's true. Well, I mean, in the in the sun and moon one, there's an even chance that it talked about it eating stuff. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, it is a pitcher plant. Yeah. And those do eat. I'm going to also premiere ball that one. Mostly because you don't know if, if it, right. what it is or not. <laughs> you don't even know the origin. You can't even, you can't even pinpoint it, Janine. How do you expect us to? <laughs> what have we been doing here? <laughs> Uh, that's it for the names. We do have some old names. We're going to have to um, do like a roundup. We could do that. Yeah. Uh, Amanda's got some based on My Brother, My Brother and Me um, that are they're going to be big hits for me and soft hits for, soft me. Hits for you. <laughs> uh, and we got some other names uh, from people coming in. So we'll have to do a name special at some point in the near future. Uh, but for now, that's it. So if you want to get your names rated, here's what you do. You rate Scythers. And you hashtag it PWT rate, or else I won't see it. Yep. So that's it. That's the whole deal. That's the rule. That's it. Um, and uh, yeah, do Scythers want to hear everyone's names for Scythers? Because knives I had to think of <laughs> when we did it. All I have is Rip. So I'm like not. It's just Rip. I'm right there next to you. I don't yeah. think I'm ahead of you at all. We're just, we're doing our best out here. He isn't even Rip. He cleaves. He's a cleave. <laughs> oh, you should call him Cleveland. No. Cleveman. <laughs> Senor Cleve. Clevo. Clevo, the cleaving clown. <laughs> no. Meat. Like a cleaver. <laughs> What's the next segment that we do? Next one is fan interaction. Let's do that one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Josh. Uh, we're in a fan interactions segment. Here's the thing. Not... A ton to talk about. Oh, cool. I don't think we got any reviews. Uh, we don't really have any emails. I d- oh, here's something that I do want to talk about because it's weird. Okay. And I don't know what to make of it. So we're on Podbean. Okay. We didn't put us on Podbean. I guess Podbean just got us. Someone either submitted the feed or Podbean. Here's here's why I say someone had to do it. Because I got an email from Podbean. That said we were on it? Saying that, hey, someone commented on your feed or an episode or something. And I said... Okay. <laughs> so I clicked on it. Who are you, mystery feed submitter? Yeah, let us know. <laughs> so it said, like, verify your podcast ownership. And I was like, yes, I would like to do that. And I get there, and it's like, enter the email. And I entered the email, and it was like, we don't have that email. And I was like, well, then how did you email me to tell me to verify it? <laughs> what? What is going on with Podbean? So I think I might email them and be like, hey, we're on here, and we're cool with that. But I need to know that... I am the one in charge of it, just so like right. nothing weird's going on. Um, so if you did submit us to Podbean, just let us know. And if you have like a password or an email or something that is associated <laughs> with it, if you just toss that our way so we could figure it out, that'd be great. <laughs> That's Thanks. Nuts. I know a lot of people use Podbean because it's it's a podcatcher that is on Android, and it's like I guess one of the more usable ones because I know Stitcher's like a little weird, and there's like. Yeah. Not ads in it, but like forced, like, hey, here's an ad for another podcast on this thing because it's a podcast app. Yeah. Right. Um, And then there's like Google Play, which is just like a nightmare distorted (laughs) zone. Uh, Hellscape of shards of podcasts. Yeah. And there's iTunes, which is like Apple Podcasts. Sorry, it's Apple Podcasts now, which is like an ugly, ugly app that doesn't show you anything or let you do anything. Yeah. I. 
I can use it, but I wish that it just stayed how it was. Yeah, I use the... I don't know why they think this is better. I don't know. I have um, an iPod, and I use the podcast app on that, and it's relatively fine. Um, I, th- I don't know why it's different than the one on the phone. I don't know if it is or not, but it, it works for me. Maybe anyway. your iPod is just too old to have the new one. It's it's relatively new. It's like a year and a half That's old. That's too old. Maybe it's two years old at this point. I don't oh, forget know. it. Might as well just put it in a <laughs> throw door it in the garbage. now. Um, so that's like, it's like a very usable app that I would, I, but like some people don't have iTunes and can't get it on their phone if it's not an iPhone. So we try to be in every place. If we're in a, if we're not in a place that you would like us to be on, let us know. Here's the thing for, for Android users, uh, beyond pod. That's what Alan uses. And it's a, it's just got all of the things on there. I think it's an iTunes mirror, mm-hmm. um, but with like a good interface. It's what Alan uses. And it's the only one that I know is like good and works for everything. Right. So, uh, <laughs> so maybe check that out. Um, another thing I want to talk about while we're in fan interactions is a new uh, Pokemon scene that I found out about yesterday. Did I saw you, did your, you see about I this? saw your tweet about it. I didn't look into it too much. It's a it's a zine called the uh, Pokemon Traveler Zine. Uh, you can find that on Twitter at Poke Travel Zine or Poke Travel Zine. <laughs> I don't know if you're feeling frisky. It's a it's a fan book dedicated to featuring. I'm just reading the thing dedicated to featuring landscapes from all across the Pokemon world. So it's like, oh, it's like places in. It's like people, you know, art of places. In the Pokemon right. world, but like, you know, what the artist would imagine. Uh, there's one that I, it's the first one I saw, and I think I might follow the artist for it, or I follow someone who retweeted the artist, but it's Barry from Gen 4, 3, Ye- 4, and it's just him in Eterna Forest. I don't know where that is. Also I assume in Sinnoh. Gen- <laughs> in Sinnoh. Um, but there's like this like old just like this here's like a nice little forest yeah and then here's like a very cool looking house just in the forest that's, yeah it's the old chateau that's awesome yeah that looks great and it, it looks very cool uh that is by artist underscore ink though <laughs> so is the artist name underscore ink though or is the artist name underscore ink comma though <laughs> no it's ink i-n-k-t-h-o okay ink though underscore ink though uh, and there's a whole bunch of others. Uh, there's like some sneak peeks on here of a whole bunch of different things. It's really, really cool. I'm very excited for it to come out. I wish I would have found out about it earlier because uh, we could have talked about it earlier. <laughs> yeah. Does that have a release date? Um, I don't think it does. Uh, the applications are closed, so it is in like the, the final. It's in like the design yeah, process. It's getting put together, and it looks real great. I hope they keep making them. Uh, yeah. Shannon said that she would have submitted something if she would have found it early enough. Um, but it just came across our radar. So yep. uh, go check that out. I'm very excited to get a copy of this when it, whenever it's available. So, Same. Yeah. That picture looked awesome. So I'm excited to yeah, see a whole, I, man, I, a whole should, book of those. We should hang out in Sinnoh sometime. We should. We'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> looks pretty neat. Uh, but that's it for fan interactions. I think that's all we got. All right. Except for, oh, one more thing. Uh, Shannon's got a, a comic a fan comment she's making called the very best and i cannot <laughs> oversell how good it is uh so patreon.com slash shannon Mater. it's worth it is she i'm not a patron over there yet i need to get over there and do that uh is she posting like the whole thing progressive like all of the, no, the sketches are you can see the whole thing is sketches if you are if you are a ten dollar backer which is her highest tier then you can see the entire roughs 
Okay. Uh, or if you're in like special friend category, uh, like maybe if you do like a couple <laughs> podcasts with her, um, you can see the rubs too. And I've read it and it's it, like, even like the like literal, just like rough sketched out version is my favorite comic this year. Um, <laughs> and then I, like every, she, she'll post like, uh, like previews and stuff of, uh, of, of like panels or like here's oh here's a whole page just to get you excited um it's she's inking it now uh there's no like the lettering is not done it looks amazing uh she's griping about backgrounds but they all look amazing so like yeah you know you haven't seen the the background struggle on twitter in our in our group chat yeah uh they always look great so you yeah. know the the struggle is worth it uh so go check that out uh it's it's super duper worth it over on her Patreon. Uh, and I think when it's all done, it'll be up. I don't know for whom. I I, I don't know what the, the... I don't know. I don't want to say anything because I don't know. Right, uh, right. But it will be up for her patrons, and then I think eventually she will be selling it. So um, cool. we'll obviously keep you posted. I just love this comic so much. <laughs> here's, here's what it is. Uh, it is a retelling of Red and Blue... The the game the story of the Pokemon Red and Pokemon Blue yeah from Blue's perspective plus some and it's amazing yeah. it's it, um, Chef Kiss Ma it's so good <laughs> Ma. <laughs> uh, that's it for fan interactions for real all uh, right so let's go let's go end this thing thank you very much for listening today if you want to talk to us on Twitter we are at PWT Podcast and you can email us at pwtpodcast at gmail.com. We are on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and apparently Podbean, and probably some other <laughs> places. Uh, so if you want to leave us a rating and review on any of them, that would be greatly appreciated and would help us out a lot. Yeah. Uh, we were recently on a podcast called The One Shot RPG, which is an actual play podcast where James D'Amato and people that he invites on go through a bunch of different game systems. It's kind of like what we do on Cool Kids Table with like professional comedians. Um, <laughs> and we were on. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy, right? Yeah. Uh, you know who else was on that podcast once? Colt Cabana. Really? Yeah. You know who else was on that podcast once? This name might not mean a lot to you. So you're telling me. We've been on the same podcast as I'm Colt Cabana. I'm one degree of separation yep. from Colt Cabana. Yep, which means we are two from CM Punk. From CM Punk. Hot dog with a small world. Uh, also, one of my favorite TV writers of all time, John Rogers, was on it. Uh, have you ever seen Leverage? He created that. I haven't. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we were on that. We played a game called Magi Monsters, which is like Pokemon if the system was usable. <laughs> if it was made as a tabletop. If it was, yeah, if it wasn't trying to be a faithful recreation of video games with super amounts of math. <laughs> it was real fun. We had a, we had a real good time. Uh, so go check that out. If you're coming from there, hey, thanks. Welcome to this. Yeah. Um, Hope you enjoyed this. Yeah. I mean, presumably, you don't start here. <laughs> you would have gone back. Well, who knows? Maybe you just love Azalea Town you're, so Oh, much. Azalea Town, finally, a podcast for me. <laughs> I've been waiting for this my whole life. Our theme song is The Destiny Infinite by Dark Sword. That's D-A-R-K-E-S-W-R-D off of the OC Remix album, the EVEP. It's really, really good. I encourage you to go get that whole album and the Missing No Tracks, which is another Pokemon album that we use on uh, World Tour United. It's uh, super good. That's a lot of good stuff. All right. Well, we will see you in two weeks for at least the Ilix Forest. At <laughs> bare minimum, the Ilix Forest. <laughs> and maybe Golden Rod City. Stay tuned. But until then, smell, smell you later. later.
What's the town? Azalea Town. Azalea Town. Oh, so no gym. That's where they get you. <laughs> There's no rules in Johto. It's a wild west over here. It's the east, though. No, it's west. It's west of Kanto. You're right. It is. I keep forgetting that. 